Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. But let me let you in on a little secret. The reason it's more reliable is because it's based off of behaviors. What? But Jen, you've drilled into us that your Enneagram type is based on motivations, not behaviors. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. Why do you want to understand your personality? Is it to get to know yourself better? Well, why do you want to get to know yourself better? Is it to connect better with others? But why do you want to connect better with others? Is it to make a difference in the world? Now, I'm not saying that this is your path, but this has definitely been at the root of my obsession with personality from as way back in the late 90s. And recently, you've been hearing me talk about the nine acknowledgement languages. Now, these are the nine ways people feel validated when they're acknowledged. And it's the most favorite topic for me to teach on when it comes to the Enneagram because I feel like it's overlooked. But honestly, it answers the most fundamental question that people are asking themselves on a regular, if if not daily, basis. They're asking themselves, do I matter? And learning the acknowledgement languages is more practical 
And it's more reliable than taking an Enneagram test or by guessing someone else's type. But let me let you in on a little secret. The reason it's more reliable is because it's based off of behaviors. What? But Jen, you've drilled into us that your Enneagram type is based on motivations, not behaviors. And you're right. That is 100% accurate. However, the reason that we love taking personality quizzes and why we're drawn to Enneagram tests and we get mistyped is because our brains default to behaviors because of imagery. We want to identify ourselves by identifying with a Hogwarts house or a Downton Abbey character or an Italian dinner. You know, they get kind of wild and crazy. But why don't we work with that? Why don't we work with that instead of beating yourself up by taking test after test or reading book after book to determine your type? Now, let me back up a little bit there because I love Enneagram books. I have a whole shelf full of them. But how many of you go straight to the descriptions of the types? You skip the intro, you skip the theory, you skip the infrastructure and the purpose of the Enneagram, and you just go straight to reading about your type or about your partner's type or about your coworker's type. So if you're not going to read them completely and just you're going to use them for reference and validation, that's great. But discover your own type first and not through a test, please. (laughs) But why don't we work with our brains instead of against it? Now, I've told this story before in a previous challenge. If I told you, hey, stop thinking about a purple zebra, it's impossible for you to not think of a purple zebra, even for a split second. And it's because you have to think about what I'm talking about in order to not do it. And I told the story about in my classroom, if I told my students to stop running down the hall or don't touch the paint, I was pretty much shooting myself in the foot because the first thing they have to do is imagine what I'm saying, which is the running, and before they can stop themselves, it's too late. (laughs) Or they just didn't have the willpower. But if I said, walk, or hands by your side, they immediately try to change their gait to a walk, or they immediately put their hands by their side and they don't touch the painting. So if we're going to work with our brains instead, we want to look at behaviors because that's something that we can imagine. We can see it in our mind's eye. But motivations are abstract. When you try to picture your motivations, your, your brain is going to show you behaviors. For example, I can picture you listening to this podcast, but why are you listening to it? That's going to be different for each person I ask. And let's say your answer is to get along better with your partner. That is a behavior, right? This is why Enneagram tests fail us. And how you are listening to this podcast will be just as different, but at least that will be explained by behaviors. And that is like the acknowledgement languages of the Enneagram. It's like a happy medium between the behavioral, the behavior, which is listening to the podcast, and the reason why. For example, you might be listening to it in the car, on a run, while you're doing laundry. Now, you're able to picture each of those scenarios, right? 
Well, the acknowledgement languages offer the same explanations, like the, your pay style. This is something I introduced in the last challenge that um, we just did. We all process information. That's the behavior. But some of us are slow-paced and some of us are fast-paced. And some do both by default. And when I say default, I'm talking about average behaviors. Average behaviors on that ladder or the levels of health that help you get out of the box. And our average behaviors are the behaviors that we show when we aren't thinking about our personality. In other words, these are how other people experience us. Remember that um, experience gap I've talked about before? So why is this important? It's important because you can observe if someone is being fast or slow-paced. We usually don't have to guess if we observe them carefully or at least ask some really well-placed questions. Pace style is just one of the nine acknowledgement languages I teach you about. Now, how is this related to the Enneagram? So if you've been following me for a while, you know that I teach hard on the triads of the Enneagram because there is plenty of info on the interwebs about the nine individual types. It's all over the place. But if you only focus on those, you're going to be confused. And I know you will because I was too. It's a lot of information. And what the tests and the books don't fully explain is that if you are really self-aware, you're going to relate to all nine types, even if you're not a type nine. Because relating to all nine types does not automatically give you that pass to be a nine. I've seen that on, in some of the unmoderated groups where like, oh, you're probably a nine since you can see yourself in several different types. That is not always true. And maybe you know for a fact what your type is. Maybe you took a test and it nailed you 100% and you have zero niggling about what your type is. There still might be a few types that you don't understand. Or you paint them so heavily with your personality paintbrush that your mental image of them is skewed or is biased by your personality. Or maybe you even secretly judge them because of their core desire or their core fear that's associated with their type or the deadly sin or the lost childhood message that is associated associated with a type. Now, these things are interesting associations, but that's all they are. They're just associations. It is not about a motivation. It's not about that core motivation that drives you subconsciously. And I am more interested in teaching you truths. And the truth is, you are so special and you are so unique. And while the Enneagram explains your patterns of behaviors, it doesn't predict who you are. Now, people ask me all the time, Jen, how do you remember all the things about the Enneagram? <laughs> and the truth is, is because of the triads. So when I teach you the triad groups of the Enneagram, it not only helps you get a better grasp of each of the nine types in a very intuitive way, so that very quickly you can start using it to guide you on how to have a conversation with other people so that you can connect with them and build a relationship and know that you matter and know that you're making a difference. So what are the nine acknowledgement languages? 
Basically, they are a very simplified take on the centers of intelligence, stances, and harmony triad groups of the Enneagram. Now, each of the nine Enneagram types has a special combination of the triad traits from each of these groups. And knowing them helps you understand what they need to feel validated. But the beauty of the nine acknowledgement languages is that you don't need to know the other person's type. So in that way, you're able to create this box-free environment where you are free to be you and they are free to be them without the stereotypes that float out there in the memes and, and the unmoderated groups. Plus, after a while, after you've been observing them, you can help the other person discover their type just by understanding the behaviors behind the nine acknowledgement languages. So if you want more information about that, including the nine types of ways to communicate and connect with any personality, no matter what their Enneagram type is, or if you don't even know it, go to powercoachgen.com or click the link in the show notes and you can learn more there. So before you take a test, remember, don't. It's not the test fault. It's your brain's amazing ability to conjure up mental images when taking the test. And that's what creates a bias towards behaviors instead of motivations. Instead, learn the nine acknowledgement languages that are based on Enneagram triads and are grouped by common behaviors. It's so much simpler. It's more practical and it's at the heart of the real purpose of the Enneagram, which is community where you matter and you make a difference. Remember, when you unbox yourself and others, you unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.